Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Classy AF, But She Likes to Cuss a Lot. I am your host and mindset coach, Dante Roche. I recently asked my Instagram gang for suggestions on things that they'd want to hear me talk about on my podcast. And one amazing follower asked or suggested I talk about the mindset I had in order to travel alone and how I mentally prepared for that. So that's exactly what I'm going to be covering today. Thank you so much for the suggestion. If there's a suggestion or an idea that you would want me to cover or you want to know more about my story or mindset or coaching, please DM me on Instagram. I'd love to know what it is. My Instagram is Dante Rosh. That's D-A-N-T-E. R-O-S-H and I would appreciate it. I'd love to hear from you. So I'm going to go into a little bit more about what she's even referring to. For some of you who don't know that I traveled alone, I'll talk to you about how and where and when and I'm also going to be sharing about the mindset that I had to have going into that and even if you're not interested in solo traveling, even if the idea of that is like no thank you or that you're not in a place in your life where that's even possible, there's still going to be helpful tips, guidance, resources, and practical information you can use. Uh, my goal in every episode of my podcast is for people to leave feeling inspired and also having some practical tools that they can use to move forward in their life in some form or fashion. So let me take you back, back to the time when I first went on my solo trip to walk you through all the things that I was working through in terms of mindset and how I mentally prepared myself to go on a solo trip. To give you a little insider information about who I am, I suffered from major separation anxiety as a child. My biggest fear growing up was moving away and going to college and leaving my family. And ultimately I did. I went to UC Santa Barbara for two years and was six hour drive for my family and I survived. But I have always been super close to my family and had this like anxiety and I would just cry basically get out of homesickness when I was younger. I couldn't spend the night at people's homes. One time I was even at my cousin's house and I had to call my dad in the middle of the night. It was probably like 11 or 12 because I was at night because I was so young it probably wasn't that late and he had to come get me because I was crying that I missed him and I didn't want to be there and actually I could spend the night at my uncle's house because he looked a lot like my dad so I just convinced myself that it was my dad so yeah I have problems and um all that to say if I can go on a solo trip I promise you I don't know you, some of you, most of you. I promise you if it's in your heart, you have the desire to go on a solo trip at some point in your life, you can do it too. If I can do it, you can do it. So how did I make this decision? How did someone going from having major separation anxiety and a fear of home, being homesick go from that to I'm going to take a backpack and trek my ass through Europe for three weeks, never having even really been there before? Yeah, great question. So... I think it started a long, long time ago, my love for travel. Growing up, my mom always talked about travel and what it did for her soul. And when she was going to be older and, you know, retired, she was going to be traveling as much as she could. And she had never been to Europe. And that was like first on her bucket list. And she didn't end up going to Europe until her mid-50s. So growing up, she just spoke a lot about it until it became also one of my dreams. Like, I too want to see the Eiffel Tower and I want to go to London and I want to see the Venice Canals. 
And so it always has always had been on my heart. I didn't necessarily think I'd be doing that alone, but that is what exactly happened and I wouldn't change it for the world. But I was working with a life coach at the time because I was doing career exploration. Initially is how I found her. I thought I wanted to be a life coach. Fast forward, I am. I'm a mindset coach, which is a subset of being a life set co- life coach. And I reached out to her just to get more information about what a life coach even does. And I ended up hiring her. We worked together for a year and a half. She helped me in so many ways. She confirmed and reaffirmed the fact that I absolutely did want to be a coach. And here we are again, fast forward. And I am a mindset coach and loving every second of it. So one of the things that I was kind of deciding between like going on a mission trip and this solo trip to Europe. So I was in this job that I absolutely hated, depleted everything out of me. I would come home like a zombie. I wouldn't want to talk to people. I'd just sit on the couch and eat bad food and numb out with TV and overeating, pretty much. Pains me to say, but it's my truth. So she helped me work through all the things I needed to work through to end up quitting that job, and I didn't have another job so I could go travel. Initially, I had... I'm going to be real raw and honest with you and vulnerable is I was kind of sad that I had to go on this trip alone, which sounds so dumb to say like I had to go alone. I didn't have to go alone, but I knew I wanted to go for three weeks or a long time. I knew I wanted to um, make the most of that time and everyone I knew either didn't have the money or the time or both, right? And so I did ultimately need to go by myself and Once I had the idea of doing a solo trip, I was like, yes, I meant to do this. But in some ways, I mourn the fact that I wasn't doing it with like a significant other. I'll be honest, you know, that's what I was mourning. Like, oh, how come I don't have like a guy that I can be doing this with? Like, why do I have to do everything by myself? It was such a beautiful fucking gift. I cannot describe that enough of spending that time with myself, the confidence that I had by stepping out and doing something so scary and so not like me again going from major separation anxiety to like yeah I'm gonna go to Europe and navigate a different country by myself with all my belongings on my back um and just the growth the personal growth that I had is indescribable I'm still reaping the benefits of that trip today six five years later so working with this life coach, I was knew I was quitting, but I was like, maybe I should do a mission trip or like join the Peace Corps. But I really have this desire to travel and explore and to see Europe specifically. And I've then I felt my first reaction was like feeling sadness, like I said, of like having quote unquote to do it by myself and I didn't have someone to do it with, aka a man. But the second thing that my mind like threw in there, the second limiting belief I have was that it was selfish and irresponsible. It was selfish when there's so many people in the world that needed help, that like there were so many mission trips I could have gone on. Again, joined the Peace Corps, joined a nonprofit, changed, you know, changed the world. Um, I had, I could have done that, right? And it felt really selfish to want to spend the time and the money on myself and doing something that was going to make me feel better without any impact on other people. And then the second or third thing, right? I had to do it alone. It was selfish. It was irresponsible, meaning with my money. Like it was not the best way to spend my money. I just quit my job. I did have a small savings account because I did financially prepare myself to quit that job. I didn't just quit willy-nilly. I prepared for months beforehand, maybe even a year. But there was probably better things and there was financially smarter things I could have done with the money. 
But I have never once looked back and regretted a dime that I spent on that trip. And I never will. So, but at the time it felt like that. This is irresponsible. It's selfish. And gosh, it sucks doing everything alone. (laughs) But with a coach, with a life coach, I was able to work through that mindset. My mindset was like, I'm going to do this. But for some reason, I feel like it's something I have to do. And I know it's going to be great, but like... Oof, you know, there's a lot of like doubts, other doubts. I, you can't do this. You're fucking nuts if you think that you can do this by yourself. It's not safe. You're a girl traveling by yourself, say by yourself in a different country. You're an idiot. Um, again, it's not a responsible use of my money. What if something happens to me? I'm going to get homesick. You know, you're going to get homesick. Who do you think you are that you can solo travel in Europe for God's sake, right? I'm so directionally challenged. Like, how are you going to get around in a different country? This was my mindset going in. So you know, you're not alone. If you have a desire to solo travel, you see all those people. Here's how my desire started. Again, talking to my mom about travel growing up. Then you start hearing that solo travel is a thing. You see bloggers, you see social media influencers that are solo travelers and making money off it, right? And my first thing was like, oh my God, this is so freaking cool. If they can do it, I can do it. And then instantly... I got a little pang of jealousy and it was really hard for me to follow. I still have to be careful who I follow on social media. Um, But it was hard for me to follow women that were doing what I wanted to be doing. So I had the desire, then followed by all the self-doubt, then followed by the jealousy when other people did it. You know, I want to do that too. Also equally inspired by those people and slash jealous of those people like, oh my God, if she can do it, I can do it. But like, why does that bitch get to do it? And I don't get to do it. Um, I'm not saying I'm a rational, sane, healthy person all the time because I'm not. I'm a human being. This, These are literally the thoughts that rolled through my brain as I was facing this in that period of my life. Big, huge, like one of the biggest decisions I ever made. So it started with a, the little voice in me followed by a tinge of jealousy when I saw other people. And then the voice got louder and louder and louder. But I also felt guilty and not sure if it was the right thing. So my coach helped me through it. That's what coaches do. That's what I help my clients with. Anything that they desire, or if they're not even sure what they desire, they're just not happy with where they are. I'm not happy. I know what I don't want. I'm not sure what I do want. That's what I help my clients with. As a mindset coach, I help you create shifts in your mindset to go after the things that you want, to get clarity about what they even are if you're not sure. And then immediately when you decide you want something, lots and lots of limiting beliefs, negative things fill your mind of why that's not possible. And they feel like facts, but they are not facts. They are beliefs and opinions and attitudes, right? And I help my clients work through those just like my coach helped me work through mine. So what did I shift my mindset into I told myself I can do this it is possible lots of women are doing it they are safe I will be safe if I get lost someone will help me or I'll pay the extra money and use data internationally or I'll get a sim card like there's lots of amazing technology out there right I'm not going to a third world country here tons of people solo travel Europe at like 18 And I met lots of them when I was 29 and the old lady doing the solo trips. Um, I can be hurt, injured, or die driving to work or sitting at home. So why am I going to play small and let fear stop me from doing the one thing I wanted most in my life at that time? And here's the thing about fear and inner, the limiting beliefs that we have is other people 
will give us opinions about big life decisions we make. And usually it's the people closest to us and they're coming from a good place. They are. But a lot of times they're projecting their fears onto me, right? Onto you when you make a big decision, when you're stepping outside your comfort zone. They're saying like, wow, if I were to do that, here's all the fears I would have. I fear for those things for Dante too because I care about her. And so people would say, you're crazy. Uh, why are you doing this? You shouldn't do this alone. This isn't safe. Oh, you're going to stay in hostels? That's not a good idea. Oh, you're going to stay in mixed gender hostels? Hostels? That's not a good idea. That's not safe. You're crazy. These are all literal things people said to me, right? And they have reaffirmed things I was already feeling. So then it feels even shittier when they're like, damn it. I, I already had that fear. And now you're confirming that it's a rational fear. And so maybe, yes, I shouldn't go. But at the end of the day, my coach helped me see with my limiting belief about it being selfish. First and foremost, all we have is ourselves, right? If we don't take care of ourselves, how can we give and take care of others? If our cup is not full, how can we pour into others? And that's when I decided instead of a mission trip or the Peace Corps to do this trip for myself. I needed it to, I needed to refuel my soul that had been dying a slow death over the five years of that corporate job. It needed to be refueled. There was nothing for me to give to anyone. So the limiting belief or the mindset I had around money and the fear of I shouldn't be spending my money this way. I had the money. I didn't go into debt on that trip. Should I have spent it on other things? If I were going to ask a financial planner, they would say yes. But that has led me, that decision has led me to be the person I am now. And it helped me become a better version of my, the best version of me at the time right? And I've since improved and I'm even a better version of myself now, but it helped me become the best version of myself at the time. And it also taught me to not let others, other people's fears stop me from living my life. And definitely not to let my own fears, but definitely, definitely not to let other people's fears. Like if you're afraid to leave your home, that's on you. Like I don't, you don't need to project that onto me. And if they do, they're human beings. I don't have to accept it, right? So much in life is not about what happens to you, but how you respond. So I, people can say what they want to say. And that doesn't mean it's not hurtful or we have to create healthy boundaries. But I also don't have to absorb that and let it become my fact or my new belief. If you're afraid to leave your, your house, Karen, good for you. You stay at home. I'm going to go live my life. And that's exactly what I did. And it was life-changing on so many levels. And I'll talk more about that in a future episode. But my mindset about it was one of fear, of lack, of negativity. Again, I have to do this alone. And I shifted into I get to do this alone. I didn't have someone there distracting me. I didn't have to make decisions and compromise the things that I wanted to see or do. I had time to reflect and look within myself and learn so much about myself, which would not have happened if I had a friend or boyfriend or husband, whoever there with me. It was such a beautiful time and experience in my life. Something inside of me, to tell you the truth, just kept telling me to go, go for it, do it. And I think we all have that inner critic telling us we can't, but I also believe we all have an inner mentor a voice within us that knows exactly what we need and exactly what we are capable of, even if we don't know that. It knows it, our inner mentor. And I got the term inner mentor from Tara Moore's book, Playing Big, something I highly recommend. Um, but your inner mentor is basically an older version of you, twenty, let's say 20 years in the future. 
And you go to that person for guidance instead of the inner critic, which is ego-based and coming from a fear-based form, preventing you from stepping outside your comfort zone and fear of failure, shame, embarrassment. Your inner mentor has already achieved the things you want and is the person you go to for advice because she knows what's on the other side of fear because she's already gone through it. It's a strong, powerful concept. Look into it or DM me if you want more information. And whatever that thing is inside of you it's like in your gut or in your soul in your spirit telling you to go after something so again even if solo travels not for you or not for you right now there is something small burning inside of most of us and it could be the source god the holy spirit the universe whatever your beliefs are the most powerful thing you can do in life is to lean into that to lean into it to do the self-work to move forward with the thing that it's telling you to go after in some small way. So if you are not um, the type of person, like let's say you you do have that feeling, that little itch inside of you that's like, I need to do a solo trip. I think I've talked about it. I've followed people that do it. I clearly have an interest in it or I wouldn't be researching it and excited about it, but also scared at the same time. But there's no way in hell I'm going to take a backpack and go to Europe for three weeks by myself. That's fine. When I got back from my trip, solo trip, I still had this like, I was like, I don't really need to do that ever again in my life. (laughs) Spoiler alert, I did for six months. We'll talk about that in another episode. But I did have this desire every once in a while to get away and just spend time by myself. And so I was living in Central California about a two and a half hour drive to the beach and the ocean just does something for my mental and physical and emotional health. That's why I live near the ocean now in Manhattan Beach. But at the time I didn't, I drove two and a half hours to the beach by myself. I sat at lunch by myself, enjoyed a meal, and then it was kind of a windy day. So I actually sat in my car and journaled and reflected and prayed and meditated and it was the most beautiful day and then I drove home and I just felt like my cup was full again and again that allowed me to pour into other people so whether your inner knowing your gut your spirit is telling you to go on a solo trip for a couple hours or for a couple months or if it's telling you to start that blog, that podcast, that new business, to go after your dream, how can you take one small step towards that inner knowing? So if it's asking you to go on a solo trip, can you take a two-hour drive by yourself, spend the day by yourself, and come home? If it's asking you to start a blog, can you write a blog post and save it in your drafts? If it's asking you to start a podcast, can you record an episode and save it on your computer? If it's asking you to take a small step towards opening a business, can you do market research online and see if there's a a void in the market and that your business is needed? Can you interview somebody who's doing that job? How can you take one small step towards that thing that your inner knowing is telling you that you should be doing? Everything we want in life is on the other side of fear. I've said it before, I'll say it again probably lots of times because it's something my very my very first life coach told me and it has been proven to be true time and time again for me. So the mindset I had in order to travel alone went from, oh shit, I hope to God this is not my insides telling me I should go on a solo trip because that sounds scary as fuck and I don't think I'm capable of doing that. That was my initial response. 
fast forward to me doing it and loving every second of it and I've done it again since then and grew again and even more from the experience and maybe I'll do it again in the future, right? I'm very open to the idea. But I didn't set out. Like people look at me and it's like, you're so brave, you're so inspiring and thank you, that means so much to me, but I'm not any different than you. I am not any different than you. When I first got the idea, it scared the shit out of me and I wanted it to go away. Like, please don't tell me this is something I have to actually do. Damn it. I don't want to do this, right? To, oh my God, you're going to move forward, but you're crazy. Here's all the reasons why you shouldn't move forward. To, I've got this. I'm meant to be doing this for whatever reason. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to be okay. It's going to be amazing. Money is not a finite resource. There's an infinite source of money. I need to pour into myself before I can pour into others. I need this time to reflect and to be alone and to find out what's within me, right? Like I left really to quote unquote find myself, to be that basic millennial bitch that's like, I got to go find myself, guys. And did I find myself in three weeks? Absolutely not. I'm still working on it for five years later. But I got a lot closer. I had so many aha moments that I will do a separate episode just on my solo, first solo trip aha moments for you guys that are powerful. And like I said, I'm still tapping into them today. So can I put a price tag on that? Absolutely not. I can't. I can't give you a price because it's priceless to me. The things I learned about myself and like I said, the world and how I interact with it, and how I interact with myself, and the things I want, and how to move forward in my life. I, you can't put a price tag on that. And I wouldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for my coach. That's why I'm such a huge believer. I have a coach now. Like Most coaches have coaches. We believe in coaching so much that we need it ourselves. We believe in it investing in ourselves. I wouldn't be selling or encouraging something that I didn't also believe in. So please, I'm going to ask at the end of every episode until you do it, please DM me on Instagram, Dante Roche, and tell me what is that small fire burning within you? Is it a solo trip? Do you want to go on a solo trip? Let me know. Where to? What's your bucket list dream scenario? When the world reopens, where do you want to go? What If it's not solo travel, what is it? Is it the blog, the podcast? Tell me. And I would love to be in your corner and to share anything else you want to know about my experience on my solo trip and everything that it did for me and everything that it meant to me. And I cannot encourage you enough to take one small step, to book a flight, to get in your car and go, to write, to record, to try. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Have a fabulous day. 